Listen to Sports Radio 100.3 The Team from anywhere you go. Real-time scores and headlines, a feed of our social networking sites, event calendar with station appearances and upcoming broadcast schedule, and our show host blogs. It's all online, TeamMyrtleBeach.com. Welcome back. Good Tuesday morning to you. We are 27 minutes past the hour here on a Tuesday. So I was checking in on our HTC Survivor Pool, something we haven't talked much about lately, but uh, checking in last week, there were six individuals left, and that, that includes the Revive tool that everybody has used except for one person. I got one guy right now. I think it's a guy. Uh, Rocky Top TN14, so he, Tennessee fan. Perfect. Perfect this season. You know, uh, picked Dallas this past week to, to beat Miami and Romo's return. Picked Pittsburgh the week before. Been on point, man. Been on point. There are four remaining. There were six last week. There are now four remaining. The other three that are still alive all lost in week two. They all thought Baltimore and New Orleans were good, just like the rest of us. Uh, but they got the revive. So we're down to our final four in the HTC survivor pool. And I think. Are we going to double picks this week or is it next week? I think next week they go to double picks. But we got some great prizes available uh, for those individuals. All those individuals, the final four, are going to walk away with some great prizes. And whoever outlasts the others and uh, wins it all is going to get some NFL tickets to a uh, Carolina Panther game. Is going to get some NFL apparel. All kinds of good stuff. All kinds of good stuff. So uh, good luck to those individuals. And thank you to uh, everyone that played. We had like five, 600 people that participated in it. When did we get bumped, Pat? Week two? Was it week two we got bumped? I believe so. That was special. You know, we don't get access to that revive tool. So we were, we were two and done this year. So we'll try to do better next year. Our, uh, our next promotion coming up, actually here in a couple of weeks, like a week or two, uh, we're going to have a fun little promotion where we're going to be giving away holiday gifts. And we're doing it in a way called the 12 Plays of Christmas. And we're going to play famous radio calls for you. And if you can identify what that call is, you're going to win uh, any one of some outstanding prizes that we're lining up for you. And then we've got our fantasy golf challenge that will be coming up with the Masters as the first tournament in April. So always enjoy uh, doing these uh, fantasy sports with you. Uh, speaking of fantasy sports, if you're a PGA Tour player, you're not allowed to get involved in fantasy sports. What do you think of that, Pat? So these guys are independent contractors. They don't work for the PGA Tour. They're not hired or contracted under the PGA Tour. They simply have done enough to earn their playing cards at these events and then get payouts for prize money. Shouldn't they be allowed to have whatever sponsors they want? I believe so. I I think this is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, if it's legal, like if it's illegal in the state you're playing in, I can understand why you shouldn't be promoting the product. So if gambling is illegal and the majority of the states they play in, it is. Now, when they go international, that's not the case. And so I'd be curious to see how the European tour approaches this sort of thing. But if this is legal in the state they're playing in, which currently daily fantasy sports are, I don't understand how the PGA Tour can come out and tell the guys that you're not. It's unbecoming of a professional, they said, for them to associate themselves with daily fantasy sports websites. So obviously some players were working on contracts with these daily fantasy sports sites, and the PGA Tour has brought the hammer down on them. You can't be associated with daily fantasy sports, and you can't wear shorts. I don't understand it. Should, it's crazy talk. They should be able to wear it's shorts. absolute crazy talk. <laughs> All right, so uh, we led off the show talking about how the Panthers were underdogs, right? Well, they were underdogs. Pat, update us. Apparently, 
they already they were underdogs yesterday when the opening lines came out or Sunday, but as of this morning, they are no longer underdogs because the entire country said what and all bet on the Panthers. Yeah, it did start at uh, minus one in favor of the uh, the Dallas Cowboys, but it has slowly turned around and now the Panthers are actually favored by two points. One of them still has it at pick them, but I, I believe it because they haven't really updated it for today. But, yeah, yeah, this is this. Got to be all the bets coming in. All right, so that kind of ruins this discussion, but we will go ahead and play the audio for you where Ron Rivera was not real happy that his team was labeled as an underdog coming out the gate. Well, you know, quite honest, it's it's you know nothing that we haven't seen before. You know, we've had a better record in some of our other games, and yet we were underdogs. So we'll just take it in stride. You know, as I said, we're going to play them one at a time, and you know, as far as we're concerned, it's a, you know, everybody's 0-0, and we'll see how it comes out. But, uh, yeah, it is. It is a little disrespectful, I guess, but, you know, apparently they, they know something we don't. So we're just going to prepare and, and get ourselves ready to play on Thursday. We'll show up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's, he, he's got the coach speak going until the final five seconds. And, yeah, it, it is a little disrespectful now that you you bring up that point. I don't appreciate that very much, but apparently they know something that we don't know. You know, Pat, what we do know is that this is going to be a tight game. Dallas is uh, playing for their postseason lives every game the rest of the season. And when we've seen Dallas backed against a wall in years past, when we've seen Tony Romo backed against a wall, he's pretty good. They're pretty good. I mean, they they usually make a run, and being at 2-7 and seven when Romo came back, you had to expect that they were going to make a run. It's a home game. Romo's back at home for the first time. Des Bryant's back in the lineup. Greg Hardy's healthy, and people aren't really talking about his issues for now so he can get on the field without too much concern. And uh, this is a team that's going to be playing inspired. And, you know, you talk about the Panthers, how, you know, this maybe provides them motivation. Well, it doesn't take motivation for everybody that the Panthers are playing. And Dallas is going to get a ton of motivation out of being able to knock off an undefeated team. I'm expecting a game that comes down to the wire. And so I would call to pick them right now given the situation that it's in Dallas and it's on Thanksgiving Day, something Dallas is used to and the Panthers have never been a part of before. I'm, I'm, I'm not as, uh, I guess, firm in my belief of it being a closer game than, than you are, Aaron. And I, I believe that's because we've seen Tony Romo play three games this year. And, and last week, really, I don't think you can take much away from that because they played a terrible Miami defense. And, I mean, the only thing that's good about the defense for the Miami Dolphins is the defensive line. Um, it, I, this is a totally different defense from the Panthers. They're they're gonna they're gonna be able to put pressure on Tony Romo, and also, I, I think it's gonna come down to, to possession of the ball. I mean, that's something we talk about every week: is how how much of the offense for the Panthers is gonna be running the ball and, and possessing the time. And I think that's gonna be a key to this game. I, I don't expect it to be a high scoring game, but I also ex- don't expect the Dallas Cowboys to score many points. It, it's it's gonna be interesting, you know. I, I think. Uh, you know, these games are going to get tighter. It was fun seeing uh, the Panthers just kind of uh, put the last two teams away in the Titans and the Redskins, and, and the the games are, are, are going even more so in that direction. You know, I was looking at the games that Romo has played. He, he beat the Giants, which, well, most people blame that on the Giants, you know, that they, they had an opportunity to close out the game and made some big-time mistakes. And then uh, he beat the Eagles. You know, so had a couple of divisional games to start off the season and now beats Miami. Those are his three wins. And, of course, the Cowboys are 0-7 without him. So I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be tight. We'll, we'll make picks on it uh, tomorrow, but I, I expect it to be close. Um, 
We'll see how it all shakes out. Kind of an interesting clip here, though. They uh, We went to Cowboys.com, and they had gone around the locker room and were asking all the guys, uh, the defensive players, about Cam Newton. And this is defensive end Jeremy Mincy. His thought, we got two quick clips that we'll play here, kind of back-to-back together. His thoughts on uh, going up against a guy like Cam Newton. Yes, it's definitely a challenge. I mean, he's on fire right now. He's playing incredibly uh, smart. Um, he's playing hard. And he's leading his team really well, so we definitely got to come out with a surge and uh, mental sharpness. Give us how big he is, hard to tackle, typical size. I mean, he looks like a defensive end playing quarterback, so uh, he's pretty big, and uh, I'm pretty sure he probably could rush a passer. <laughs> Good stuff there out of uh, Jeremy Mincy. Some interesting thoughts from the Cowboys defense. All right, let's change things up. We'll get back into this a little bit more later on. More Panther talk coming up, but want to talk about the SEC looking ahead to. A watered-down rivalry weekend? What games do we have to be most excited about out of the SEC? We'll speak with Barrett Salee about that subject coming up next. But first, the information you need to know. We begin with your national sports report.